Welcome to the Baron Warner Lincoln Park podcast, This Real Estate Life. My name is Nagin. I am here with my amazing co-host, John. John, I have some really big news to share. What? Our podcast was picked up by Apple Podcasts. What? Oh my gosh, we're official. We are podcast famous and podcast official. And I don't know about you, but what do you think about sharing like our favorite moments from the podcast so far? And I know you, um, as not being a realtor, have learned so many things about what it takes to be successful in the business. So I'd love to hear what, what your top five favorite moments are and what you've learned. Yeah, I think that sounds great. And I think this intro feels very organic. (laughs) (laughs) Despite the fact that we just discussed all of this off the air. And no, we're not going to edit that last bit out. Um, Well, I mean, let's just kick it off. And I would just love to hear what your top five favorite moments are this season so far, which is tough because there have been a lot of good ones. They've all been good. We've had every podcast we've done. I've learned something new. I've learned about the agent. Um, yeah, it's been an, it's been amazing. This has been way more fun than I than I thought it would be. Um, I thought you know every every agent who's on this podcast really brought it as far as knowledge and as far as putting work into the podcast and, and putting their best foot forward. So I was really happy to see that. However, there were like five moments that really stood out to me for different reasons. And the first one would be when we interviewed Lynn Harvey about running a referral-based business. Um, And the reason that stuck out to me was because since I'm not a real estate agent, like a lot of this has been a huge learning experience for me. And like me thinking about if I were an agent, what kind of business would I run? Who would I be as an agent? And Lynn Harvey's approach to just really connecting one-on-one with her clients and having a relationally based business um, really, really stood out to me Um, because I feel like if I was a real estate agent, that's what I would want to do. I would just want it to be word of mouth and and the relationships that I've created that help develop my business. And it sounded so fun when she talked about it, like just getting to spend time with her clients and have you know, client parties, dinners, lunches, coffees, just conversations. Like it, it almost sounded like it wasn't work, but it it is work at the same time. Exactly. And that's, that's exactly what I would want to do. Like I'd want it to be this kind of like holistic, like community approach to being a real estate agent. I know that there's also tons of hard work she does with that, but she did just make it seem fun, you know? Yeah, and that's a good point, not to take anything away, because that's one of the hardest working women in real estate. She's always at the office, just crushing it behind the scenes and everything that goes into it. But to get to work with people that you like and that are connected to you and referred to you, what a, a joyous way to run a business. 100%. I love that. What else you got? Number two would be Janet Keogh because hers was all about um, making sure you're taking care of yourself um, and how your health and your well-being affects your business. And I thought that really resonated with me because I think in general in America, we have this like you have to work, you know, full throttle all the time, you know, burning the candle at both ends. Um, But Janet said, like, no, you have to take care of yourself first. And if you take care of yourself, you're taking care of your clients. Um, So it was, again, this very holistic kind of way of of looking at things, which which I really love. I love the idea of a good work life balance. I love the idea that your your life, you know, affects your work. Um, So it was just this really beautiful, like, 
all around approach on how to do real estate and make it a part of your life that works. I, I think her message is one that's so important. And I'm really glad that you put that on your top five favorites because it is something that I see so many agents, even in our office, doing is like putting their own well being aside because they feel like they have to keep working 24 seven. Yeah. And you're going to, you're going to burn out that way. And how can you truly be the best advocate for your client if you're exhausted and run down or sick, especially in these times, you really have to put your health first. As RuPaul says, if you can't love yourself, how the hell are you going to love somebody else? And that applies to real estate. <laughs> that does apply to real estate. I also loved how she made it seem accessible. I think I make it out in my head like, oh, for me to be healthy, I have to do all of these things. Right. But really, what I took from her message was just start with one thing and mm -hmm. be, don't, don't be hard on yourself. Just start building habits one habit at a time. Right. Yeah. Cool. I've been trying to drink more water because of her. It's not going well. Yeah, I was going to say, oh, is that water in your coffee mug? <laughs> no, it's not. <laughs> not at all. <laughs> Me either, but that's okay. We're not perfect. And number three would be the Social Media Savages episode. Yeah. And uh, mostly because it was chaotic and it was ridiculous. And it was probably the most fun I've had on a podcast just because there was so much going on. And Lindsay Rana was bringing it with the jokes and it was, it was the one that I think I had the most fun on. And like talking about social media, honestly, is probably what I'm most comfortable with. So it was just a good time. That one was a good time. I, I never realized that Yelp was the original social media platform um, <laughs> until Lindsay brought it up. But yeah, that's totally your element because you have such a strong background in social media. Did you feel like you still took away something from each agent because all the women that were on the episode mm -hmm. spoke about different strategies to how they run their social media platforms 100 percent, and i think it was really interesting that even within like one social media platform instagram there are so many different ways to run a presence like whether you're mostly doing posts or mostly doing stories like kira is like i thought that was super super interesting because honestly i i rarely think about utilizing stories as much um, just because if you're being a professional, I assume that you'd want to make these, these permanent posts because you can look, people can look back at that and look at your work. But stories really invite you into um, who the realtor is as a person in the moment by moment, like little segments. So yeah, I did. I learned a lot, a lot about that and how even within Instagram, you can cater the experience to who you are as an agent. That's so true. Yeah. And that's a great point about the stories helping you relate to people on a, a different level than just the, the regular posts. Yeah, baby. <laughs> <laughs> Number four is going to be John Irwin. Ooh. Because um, it was all about data and how utilizing data with your clients is helpful and useful. Um, before we had that conversation, I thought it was going to be a little boring because data is a boring word and data in itself is boring. But the way John spoke about it, um, he really developed a story around the data and a story that he was giving his clients. And I think because of that, it, be, it was something, it, it turned from something that was just like boring, stagnant numbers to story about where the real estate market's going, where it's been, what it means for you as a client. Um, and I thought it was, it was really interesting. And he really, really knows his stuff. Um, and it was really, really impressive 
to hear him talk about it, you know? Yeah, he, you're right. He clearly is an expert and gets the data. And I think you bring up a good point too. Most people are not analytical personalities. And right. what I love about the way John runs his business is he himself is very analytical, but he's also able to make that story, as you said, because some people really need a story to feel good about making decisions and moving yeah. forward. And they don't care necessarily about the numbers, but you do run into both types of clients. So you, you need to be able to cater to, to both. Yeah, it's about learning the language that your client is speaking and how to speak it back to them. Oh, I, I really, really so like it. Put. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> All right, uh, are we up to number five already? Yeah. Wow. The last one is David Bailey. And I'm putting him on here, obviously, because he's the OG, <laughs> the man in charge, but also because I was- podcast. I was terrified of doing that interview. <laughs> what? Why? Because he's the OG and the man in charge, and I didn't want to sound like an idiot. <laughs> oh, my goodness. But um, I really appreciated that he was willing to do the podcast, and I really appreciated that he was willing to speak so openly and honestly about his background um, and what real estate meant to him. Um, it was just really cool. It was really cool to have someone be that transparent with us who's like my boss you know definitely yeah I think I knowing David you know and having him be my manager both as an agent and now also as an employee of Baron Warner for the past you know several years like I I already know what to expect but still that episode exceeded my expectations yeah I mean it's just it's David Bailey I mean what's not to love he's such a good leader and he really cares about his agents and uh, wants to see everybody succeed and that really came through in that episode for sure yeah and I think that yeah I think that was the, the biggest part of it is like his heart really came through yeah like you could tell what mattered to him you could tell that the success of the agents is what he cared about and it was more than just a job but it was like his vocation mm -hmm. was to like care about agents and it was really cool to 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 get to experience that yeah, that was, I agree. That was a great episode. I'm glad that he, you know, was able to take the time and, and join us and uh, still allows us to continue on staying on the air. Although now yeah. we're an Apple podcast. So good luck. Do good anything luck about it. <laughs> um, I love those. I think those are some of the you know top five moments I'd have to agree for me as well this season, but we had so many amazing guests. I'd love to just kind of go through the rest of them real quick and, uh, maybe capture a key thought you might have on everybody too. Yeah. So I'm going to start from the beginning. Our first episode was Matt Thomas, and he was talking about creating a powerful brand through video. Yeah. And I mean, honestly, for a first podcast, for a first episode, we couldn't have asked for anyone better than Matt. He was so professional. He was so on it. Um, yeah. It was really, it, it gave me hope for future episodes, right? Because he came and again, he was so ready to just like, uh, what am I trying to say? He was so ready to, to really take this seriously, to answer the question seriously, to put thought behind it. Um, and it was really a phenomenal, phenomenal episode because of that. Um, we should have him back since he was our first guest. We, sh we should have him back. Actually, I was... Um messaging with Dan Asher on Facebook, who was our most recent guest, about 
um, circling back, kind of like a where are they now and yeah. uh, the end of the year and see how everyone's years turned out after like they implemented all of these strategies that they shared with That's us. Idea. Um, but uh, we'll see. We got we got a lot of projects on our on our plates to this year. Yeah. Um, yeah, I agree. Matt was a great one, and I know I was nervous going into that first episode, and, uh, and it was a, it was a good one to ease into. Yeah. Um, we after Matt, we had John Lines talking about using a virtual assistant, which is something he's been doing for a long time. But certainly, you know, as we launched this podcast, was when COVID first went into effect, so it was super relevant yeah. at that time. Um, but he had some great things to share as well. For sure, I thought it was. I thought it was really interesting that he works with someone like from across the world to, to do these listings and that like he, he trusts them so much. He puts so much, um, yeah, trust, trust in them to, 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 to accomplish his deals, um, which is huge. And like, apparently, you know, it works for him and it's, and it's going great. His business is, is incredible, but I thought it was just a really brave step he took to, to trust a virtual assistant with that. Um, but I guess if you can trust someone with that, like clearly, like it takes such a huge amount of work off of his plate. Um, yeah. Totally. And he can prioritize that time he does have on doing what he does best, which is going out and, you know, right. business and serving his clients. Let someone else handle the paperwork. Right. Let John Lyons be John Lyons. Let John Lyons be John Lyons. Rawr. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, no. I regret that instantly. <laughs> Um, okay. The next person we had on the podcast was Ali Diaz and I oh. loved this episode. It was so much fun. I agree. I, I was so impressed with how knowledgeably, not knowledgeable she was about the, the COVID pandemic and how it was affecting things. Um, at that point, like, I mean, I see that I created that file on April 15th. Like that was still so early in pandemic times. We had no idea we'd still be, be in this um, quarantine, but you know, she spoke so elegantly about it. Um, and she really put things into perspective. Like this isn't the end of the world. We just have to pivot our expectations and pivot the way we're reaching clients, um, which was kind of like, prophetic at the time because again we're still in this quarantine months later and she was right about about everything she said she yeah she was especially for being a newer to the agent business i mean she spoke mm -hmm. so maturely about her own business and the industry i i totally agree super impressed and i think one of my favorite parts of the whole of the whole season so far was when you asked her deepest darkest fear and she said pandemics <laughs> whoops <laughs> I don't know that one just still uh still makes me laugh when I think about it way um, over your deepest fear Allie proud of you <laughs> <laughs> yeah and she still is crushing it um and then we had Scott Curcio on talking about you know what it takes to manage a successful real estate team and that that term team is used so loosely in the industry but if we're really talking about what a team means and, and what it means to have everyone be committed to one vision one goal like that is, you know, Scott, Scott Curcio's team. Yeah. And you know what, now that I'm thinking about it, that might've also been one of my favorite episodes just because I really, I mean, to be, to be honest, I wasn't expecting the level of transparency that Scott provided. He said, he's like, I know who I am as a leader. I know what I'm good at. I know what I still need to work on. 
and like that's why I have this team to 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 help me and fill out the places that you know that there are gaps and I thought his whole process and how he selected people to be on the team and and what his team meant to him was so interesting and it did show a level of leadership um that was really impressive to me you have to be a great leader to manage a team like that you do and you have to be aware of your shortcomings and you have to know that there are still things you have to work on in yourself and i thought it was really really cool that he was that open with us about that i agree and his team has continued to be successful and and grow during um the last few months of this pandemic so hats off to him he's doing a fantastic job managing that that group of amazing agents yeah um Oh, I just accidentally started playing one of our episodes in the background. Oh, no. oh, my awful voice. It's <laughs> a little mood music. I'm obsessed. Can you tell? Okay. Um, we also talked to Mark Dumas about cultivating a service-oriented business, and he really let his heart shine through on that episode as well. Yeah, he's such a great guy. The amount of things he does for his fraternity, um, the amount of things he does for his family, the way he involves his family in like the content he creates. Um, it, he's another one where it really just seems like real estate is a part of his life that he really enjoys. And he incorporates that into every facet of his life. It seems like everything he does, he does very purposefully um, and with intention. You know what I mean? Yeah, and he is unapologetically himself and extremely authentic. Um, and that's whether you're working with him in person, whether you're a colleague, um, the way he presents himself online and social media. I mean, he's always just trying to continue to help uh, help people, educate people, really be um, a resource and a friend. And I, I love that about him. He's got such a, such a great heart. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Like, yeah, I'm thinking about like some of these people I would just love to just sit down and have a cup of coffee with even outside of a podcast just to hear about their life and like where they come from. And Mark was one of them. I feel like we could have kept talking to him for for hours because he had so many stories and so many like he's just a wealth of knowledge and experience, you know? He absolutely is. And uh, last but not least, our most recent episode with Dan Asher, um, recent uh, Chicagoan? What do they call that? Moved here from St. Louis? I'm sure there's a word for it. Transplant? Transplant? I don't know. Yeah, we're going with it. I think that's correct. Um, but new to, newer to Chicago and already just crushing it with the level of success. For me, I just love his attitude. Like he is oh my God. such an abundance mindset. He's so positive. No matter what, he just keeps on working, you know, keeps on hustling. Um, you can just tell that 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 mentality just transcends and it's not just in his business it's in his family it's in the way that he interacts with people and he's he's a huge collaborative part of our office culture too yeah the hustle is real with him and the hustle is stupid because it's so much um i couldn't believe that he i knew he was new or to baron warner but i didn't realize he was new to chicago he's been in chicago less than a year yeah. And he's already doing, he's so plugged in to, to, to Lincoln Park. He's so plugged into our office. Like, it's insane how much he's been able to do in less than a year. Um, yeah, that hustle is, is truly mind-blowing. <laughs> and he's so smart and so knowledgeable about real estate, about construction. He's so well-spoken. Like, 
Actually, that was another one of my, I mean, all of these podcast episodes have been my favorites. Let's be honest. They've, they've all been so, so good. Um, I don't know. You feeling like it's time for you to get your license to get into real estate after everything you've learned? Yeah. I mean, I mean, I have a lot more to learn, but I've definitely gained some insight into what it looks like to be a real estate agent. Um, who knows? Who knows? Well, I have three too. <laughs> I have great news for you, John. If you have more to learn, there's going to be more opportunities for learning because we're not done yet. We're not done learning? No, we still have more episodes this season and that's just season one. And we're already putting together an amazing list for season two of agents to bring on to share even more of the wonderful things that they do, the strategies they use, share themselves. And uh, I'm excited about it. And now that we're on Apple Podcasts, we have a bigger budget. Uh, Yeah, I went from zero to a bigger zero. (laughs) (laughs) Can't wait. (laughs) I can't wait. Um, Any parting words, my friend, before we uh, sign off today? Um, I, I really do just want to say thank you to everyone who's been on these podcasts. Um, we know that it's like an, an hour that you're taking out of your day. We know also that it's not like you're coming into this unprepared. You guys are ready for the questions we have for you. You've put thought into it. Um, I've just been really, really impressed with how transparent, how honest everyone's been, and how they've really treated this podcast like it was something serious, um, which we appreciate because honestly... This podcast could have died and gone nowhere if we had guests who didn't care. And our guests have all cared and they've all brought value. And I think that that's why I'm excited to continue doing this podcast because even if no one listens, I'm getting a lot, a lot, a lot of value from it. And I appreciate it. I mean, I, there, I can't say it any better than you just did. And I think, you know, from our conversations, you probably agree that those one hour interviews we do sometimes are like the, the highlights of our week. And it's one of the most fun things we get to do on our job is just talking with these agents. And you're right, without them, we wouldn't have a podcast no matter how seriously we take it. So I always (laughs) appreciate they take it seriously and are willing to share and be transparent and, uh, you know, and give that knowledge to their fellow agents. Yeah. Cool, cool. Um, well, John, I'm excited to wrap up the rest of season one here with you. And I want to thank you as well for everything you've done and your amazing questions and your spirit and everything you've contributed to this podcast in the office. And I can't imagine a better co-host for this endeavor than you. So thank you. Thank you. We're like the best, we're the dynamic duo. I love that. Batman and Robin. I'm Batman. You totally are Batman. No, I'm Robin. When I was a kid, well, actually, fun fact, when I was a kid for Halloween, I would alternate between Batman and Robin for a number of years. Interesting. So I'm comfortable in both roles. Huh. I was a pirate a lot. <laughs> That's good. Yeah. I'd... Like the same outfit or did you at least mix it up? Uh, no, I think it was pretty much the same, the same outfit, you know, like when you have like an amazing costume, like being a pirate for Halloween, like why change anything up, you know? No, I mean, it's so different, you know, no one's. So unique. So unique. <laughs> All right, John, I'll catch you later. Okay, bye. <laughs> I love real estate. This real estate life. That's it. Done. Done. That's the intro song.
Did you Actually, I am recording this right now. <laughs> <laughs> so that might become <laughs> that might become our song. I can do better. Um, do you want to try one more time? No, not right now. 